The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Welcome back to The Burning Issue with myself, Yazid Kamaldin. And this evening we are looking at the impact of our police system's failure to conclude forensic testing and DNA testing, um, which could ultimately help, you know, solve cases of uh, alleged rapists. Now, we are now going to speak to Reen de Villiers. Um, Reen is a clinical lead at Victoria Hospital, and Reen is going to help us further understand, you know, um, the the topic of forensic testing, you know, and the, cap- and the capabilities of this in ensuring successful prosecution of rape and sexual assault cases. Reen, good evening and welcome to Burning Issue. Good evening. Thank you so much for having me on the program. Reen, this evening we've already spoken to Javu Baloy. He was from the Commission for Gender Equality and he was talking to us about how the Commission has subpoenaed various police commissioners to answer as to why there is such a backlog of uh, forensic investigations and why they're not getting to it. And just before the ad break, we also had, and I don't know if you've been tuned into the show, but we've also had, um, we've had online in an interview with Nessa Lynch, founder of the DNA Project, and she was talking about a, a personal situation and also talking about how, you know, at a government level, we have lack of leadership. Now, um, we want to talk now about the science of it, the, um, the you know, how the forensic testing um, capabilities, you know, can actually ensure successful prosec- prosecution. And the reason for this is because we need to understand why forensic testing is important. Very basic question, why is forensic testing important? Forensic testing is important because it strengthens the case on the side of the prosecution against the suspect. Because in a criminal case, we have to remember that we have to prove above reasonable doubt that somebody is either guilty or innocent. And the forensic testing is hard evidence. It's hard facts that strengthens the case for the prosecutor. Okay, so um, what is the process? Um, it see, is, um, is it quite a, a lengthy process? Or I mean, how does it work? We want to understand. <laughs> so yes, it's it's. I like explaining these things to sort of people in our society because I think it's very important to for patients to understand that they when they come to a specialized forensic center or to the Zela K center, the process might seem a little bit drawn out because we look at the patient as a whole. <clears throat> we provide counseling and then we do the physical examination, the medical examination, the forensic examination. So the examination itself is actually very quick. It's not a drawn out process. It's a quick and specific examination. It doesn't hurt and the maybe things that takes a little bit of time is the fact that we need to look after the patient and explain the process to them and they must understand what they are actually consenting to and for some patients it's quite a traumatic time and the forensic examination comes at a time when a patient really needs a bit of just getting their heads around what is happening with them. So the, the forensic testing, the forensic examination itself is not a drawn-out lengthy process and it's not a painful process. It's just a very specific and specialised process. And what exactly are you testing for? 
So we test, say, if we have a female victim who reported sexual offence or sexual assault or rape, then we're testing for evidence of male DNA on the female body. So we will take the the swabs, we call it forensic swabs. It looks like a big earbud really on a long stick with a tiny little head that we use these swabs to collect evidence. So we looking at evidence that we can't see with a naked eye. We're looking for DNA. So in the case of a female patient, we're looking for, say, if it was a male suspect, we're looking for male DNA. And in some cases, we might find male sperm or semen on the swab as well. But sometimes it can just be touch DNA or skin DNA as well. Okay. Um, so you're saying the test itself is not that, that sort of, um, it's quick. Mm. The examination itself is actually quick. It's just explaining to a patient uh, what we'll be doing and what we'll be looking for and how the examination is done. I think there's a lot of anxiety around the examination and patients have a certain expectation that it's going to take long or it's going to be painful. And I think on the side of the medical practitioner or the, the forensic practitioner, it's very important to explain to a patient exactly what's going to be happening because we need to get the patient's consent as well for the examination and they implicitly need to understand what they are consenting to. But the examination itself is quick and not painful. I mean, here's the thing. So then could it be possible that, I mean, I'm, I don't want us to get into sort of like a whole legal thing, but let's say, for example, if a, a, a suspect I don't know, like, I mean, they've now found, uh, rather they found a victim, you know, and then they've done mm. forensic tests on her, they've seen, okay, this, the, the, the person is, of course, now raped and, and, and murdered in, in this case, and they've looked at the, um, they've done tests, and they definitely found that the person was raped, yeah? Now they mm-hmm. get a suspect, and now they can find a sample of the suspect, of course, of semen as they need because it was, it was rape. Um, where is it being held up? We, the samples are being taken. Our understanding from you is that it's not long. Where, where could there be potential mm. hold, hold up? I mean, the, 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 the system is talking about backlogs, for example. Mm. So the backlog, unfortunately, is beyond the control of the medical practitioners. So the forensic examiner will be taking the swabs and then we seal it in a tamper-proof bag and then we sign it over to the police detective who take these samples to the forensic pathology laboratory. And the scientists in the lab are working hard and I think there are backlogs there and unfortunately I'm not always sure exactly where the backlogs are. We have to remember that it's a specialized process and it, it's not something like just a blood test that we can send. Say, if, you, if your doctor takes blood for you today, do a few tests and they phone you tomorrow with the results. It's not as simple as that. It's a very specialized process. It's labor intensive. And also we have to remember that so much depends on these results. So in terms of justice for the victim and also 
for the suspect as well because he may potentially receive a life sentence. So the, the evidence is very important. I think it's a, sometimes it's the numbers of specimens that is received at the lab that could cause a backlog. But unfortunately, I'm not able to, to really give you an answer there. I think from a medical practitioner's point of view, I always reassure myself that even if the criminal justice process takes a bit longer, the, at least from a medical and psychological point of view and psychosocial point of view, I try to provide the patient in front of me with all the necessary support and the medical treatment and the reassurance that I can give her at the time so that at least we are looking after patients in a more holistic way while the criminal justice process maybe takes a little bit longer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad that we're getting the science of it as well, because that in- indicates to us that it definitely is a holdup within the system. I mean, now I'm just uh, that's why I'm just sharing an opinion. And of course, just the disclaimer again, the views expressed in the program are not the views of the voice of the Cape. It's management to staff. Um, our listeners, you are more than welcome to participate in the show as well. I have received an SMS from listener 8691. And the listener says we need to upgrade our forensic testing as suspects still walk the streets and uh, perpetrate again. That's according to listener 8691. You are more than welcome to send us a WhatsApp to the number 072-238-0712. That is 072-238-0712. Or give us a call live on air 021-442-3530. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Welcome back to The Burning Issue with myself, Yazid Kamaldin. This evening we are trying to understand why forensic investigations are taking so long and we have spoken to various persons. We still have Rinda de Villiers online. She's the clinical lead at Victoria Hospital. We are now going to wrap up an interview with her because we also want to get Albert Fritz online and he's the MEC for Community Safety in the Western Cape. Now, Rin, thank you so much, of course, for telling us about the uh, medical component of it, the science component of it. We understand from you that it's actually not such a long procedure to do the test um let me just understand test results how long on average could they could they come out so if i could just clarify the medical examination doesn't take long so the examination itself but the test at the lab is completely different and we don't do the test on site so it's not the medical practitioner who will do the it takes the, the actual forensic testing so it's it's a bit like your doctor taking a blood sample that's quick but then they send that blood sample away for testing and that is not for the doctor to test if you understand what i mean yeah, of course. so the, the examination is quick but then we, the detective will take the samples to the lab and that's where the really specialist um, analysis starts um, so yes, the, the the actual forensic examination is quite quick. Could that take quite a while? The whole testing of the um, in the lab. Yes, so that's a specialist procedure, and they unfortunately are not even able to tell you exactly how long because it's a specialist procedure, and sometimes we have to. You have to remember that we are already having a, a, one set of female DNA on the swab, so then they might be two or three or more sets of DNA on that swab. So the lab must then go and exclude 
um, and 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 sort out the, the female from the male DNA, and it's a it's a highly specialised procedure. And some procedures might need retesting. It just depends because our our uh, analysis and our sort of modern technology is very very highly specialised. So that's one good thing, and we do have access to those uh, analytics in South Africa. It's just a very specialised process and procedure. And they, I'm unable to answer you the question as to how long um, the analysis for one patient will take. Could it take seven years? So we have to remember that the forensic analysis doesn't take up to seven years. In my experience, it doesn't. It is all of the all of the, the police detective work and the, the the other evidence and the lots and lots of different aspects of the criminal justice procedure that sometimes will just take longer. Um, and there again, for some for some victims, the turnover is a lot quicker, obviously, than seven years in my experience. So I'm not so sure, you know, if we can really put a time time frame on things i think ideally in an ideal world we would always like things to go really quickly but we need to remember that there's a lot of background work and legwork that the police also do in the background in order to build a case because the police need to build a strong case together with the prosecutor in order to secure a conviction and if your case is not strong enough the, the police will rather work a little bit harder in order to get all the evidence and build a case in order to get a strong case and then subsequently a conviction. And that, again, is just how I see the process because the the detectives I work with work really hard and they are really devoted to getting good criminal justice outcomes. And I think we're all definitely pulling in the right direction. And, you know, those are the positive things that we, we need to focus on as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank you, Irene. Thank you so much for making the time this evening to talk to our listeners and to help us understand, you know, um, exactly what forensic testing is all about. So thank you so much, Irene. Mm, no, you're welcome. Thank you very much. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your evening and thank, thank you, you again. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.